You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Client Blue podcast. My name is Dan Rowlands and I'm joined this afternoon by Ashley Priest. It's a bit later in the day for us to be doing one of these, Ash, so I'm going to try and keep it brief. Um, there's not actually much happening in the world of Aston Villa at the moment. It's been a bit of a, a quiet day, hasn't it, since the Diego Carlos news earlier this week? He has, yeah. Mr Langer's been at St Andrews last night, sporting director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what he's up to there, perhaps looking over Keenan Davis's debut or perhaps... Uh, Courtney Horse's loan deal, which is obviously Watford are keen, so that's a bit interesting. Courtney Horse, I believe, is back in training now, so we'll see what develops regarding him. Um, yeah, a bit of a quiet, quiet couple of days since Diego's injury and reacting to that and what, what it means and what next. But do you reckon we need a centre back, Dan? I'm just going to throw it at you. Do we, are we desperate for one? Would you say? Um, we're not desperate for one because yeah. when we, we could field a team. Put it that way. Yes, we can put we can put two centre backs on the pitch. We could play three at the back. We've got the numbers yeah. to do so. But you um, want some, yeah. But the coaching staff and Johan Langer and everyone else who's in, in charge of transfers at Aston Villa thought that there was a weakness to bring Diego Carlos in in the first yeah. place. So if that was done to improve the side, yeah, the centre backs we've got, yeah, they're good. They should be good enough to to start in the Premier League, but they're not good enough to take us to the next level. Is what they themselves thought to bring yeah. Carlos in in the first place. So, you know, Kamara being in there certainly solidifies things a little bit and helps out for sure, but there's still a, a bit of a golfing class in terms yeah. of what, what Carlos could have brought to us. I mean, he only played two games, uh, competitive games, but he did look, did look good. Uh, making out like he's this world beater, like he might not have gone on to have a, a great season, but the, the signs were that he would yeah, uh, and was an improvement on, on what was previously there. So if the club felt that they had to make a, an improvement over the summer anyway, Kind of feel like they've got to improve, um, replace Carlos in terms of quality as well, and not just in terms of a body. Yeah. Um, but this weekend, at least, it'll, it'll be Chambers and and, Cons- and and Mings. I think will be the two that would start yeah. for me. And that is again, I said it all the way through the, the summer and stuff. The squad that we've got on paper is capable of finishing in the top ten already. I think. Mm. Even taking away Carlos, I think Kamara makes that much of a difference. I mean, the, yeah. the gap from fourteenth to tenth isn't impossible. It only takes a couple of teams to not have a, a great season. And like we said, six points against Watford, Newcastle beat us. There's a lot of games we could have picked up those points last season. Yeah. So it's not you know out of the realms of possibility that this side finishes 10th without any further improvement. So if they deem that good enough, then that's fine. But I don't think this squad is anywhere near capable of getting back into Europe anytime soon. No. So window closes two weeks. seen so far. Yeah, window closes two weeks tomorrow. Would you be content? With the squad now, or the underwhelmed, or what? What do you mean, word to describe it? <laughs> I've said it before. Whelmed is the word, isn't it? Um, not underwhelmed or overwhelmed. I think the problem is I didn't think this was this podcast was going to go this way. By the oh, way, no. I was under interrogation. This is what this is not what we've come on to talk about. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I feel like the club themselves have set the expectations for the fans. Yes, Perzo and Gerard have said they've come That's out fighting and said big things. It's going to be a big summer window. We're going to make these changes. You know, we've got these ambitions. Then to lose on the first day, and if what you just said, we don't sign anyone else, we've improved the first team by one player. That yeah. isn't the big transfer window that we were that we were told was coming. The big transfer no. window is 100 million, three or four new starters. So, I think it's fine. I'd, I'd be okay with it. Um, but you know the expectation the club themselves set was big window. We want to push on. I don't think the transfer business 
correlates with those statements uh, as things stand. If we go and sign another centre-half, a midfielder, a winger or a strike or something, you'll suddenly go, oh, there's two, three players now that have improved the first 11 from last year. That is mm. a sign of a big window. But yeah, like you said, two weeks to go, one new signing for the first team. It's hardly like pulling up trees, is it? No, I think the plan all along was after the Palace game to assess the squad as it, as it was. I think I think we're feeling a bit of a calm before the storm now. I, I, mm. I, I can feel, feel it. Like, I mean, I fully expect us to sign one, if not two more. We've got two weeks left. I think there's, there's strength in there to do in the squad and I think they'll go and do it. So, calm, but I think the conversation is ongoing now. Diego's injury has rocked us a little bit. Um, didn't see that coming. So, yeah, like you say, two weeks to go. Bit wound as you, as, you, as you put it, but I fully expect them to go out and, and get one or two more. I saw somebody saying yesterday about whether it, you know the kind of how the budget changes now that if Carlos was, was obviously fit and available, we might have spent the remainder of our transfer budget on a number eight or something, um, or a big chunk more money on, on a midfielder. Do you think there's now a possibility that we don't spend the money on a midfielder and prioritise spending the money on a centre half and loaning a midfielder? Or loaning a centre half and still spending the money in midfield or neither. I think, yeah, I think it'd probably be one of them. So I think probably loan loan a centre half, uh, and probably I think they might spend a bit of money on the midfielder. Um, and we've still got Morgan Santos on the future signing down. Obviously, he picked it at training, just not getting in the squads at the moment. So, yeah, it's a bit of a it'd be an interesting two weeks. Let's just say that, mate. Um, lots of conversations are ongoing now. So, yeah, very interesting and work to do for, for Johan Langer, for, I think. Mm. I think the, the way the transfer window started, firming up Coutinho on a permanent, oh, yeah. Diego Carlos and Kamara within like a week of each other or, or whatever it was, that it, that was the signs of a big window because you think, yeah. oh, what's to come next? Um, getting Coutinho on a permanent is still a good piece of business, I think, for the price that we paid. Obviously, it's nobody's fault that Carlos got injured. The, the Villa couldn't account for that and neither could the player. It's not our fault. So somebody said that we've wasted £26 million. So, well, kind of count for us uh, signing but it's a freak injury it's game number two he's not had any injuries barely in his whole career and then he comes to Villa Park and, and gets injured on game one uh, ho- you know home game one mm. you know that's not anyone's fault so it, it just feels a little bit you know to come out and say yeah let's have a big window and then you've like I said you've got one addition in terms of a starter in Kamara because Coutinho mm. was here last season anyway yeah um, it still feels like we are a little bit short but if the window does close then and the people at the club feel like the player isn't available I would rather that than, and we're going to talk about signings in a sec, we make a signing for the sake of making a signing and we loan a Ross Barkley just yeah. to add an extra body in midfield who's not really going to offer anything anyway. I'd no. rather we, we be without that and be smart yeah. about it. Um, is that fair? Or would you rather just see signings for the sake of signing's sake? No, no, no. It needs to be quite calculated and clever with it and don't don't jump to a deal that doesn't need to be done and, and regret it afterwards. So, yeah. Yeah, we put the place I trust in Johan Langer and, and Gerard. That means let's stand before really. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to panic into too many deals like that, not at all. Mm. Well, today's little mini episode is going to be about transfers. I'm going to nick um, Gary Neville's Monday Night Football system of a traffic light system for green, amber and red of transfers. I don't know whether you saw Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, talking about Manchester United and their billion pound spend over the last 10 years or so and spent it on rubbish basically which is awful what a shame for Man United hey ho <laughs> um, but you separate their signs into green a success amber you know didn't quite work out or still has the potential to work out and then red which is you know no value for money or a, a poor signing 
I've done the same with Villa. We've got a list. You've put together the list, actually, of the players. I'll see if any I can bat away and, and change into different categories. Um, there's a lot more players in green than red and amber, which is, that's a good sign, first of all. Yeah. I haven't really had time to do any fancy graphics. I've got a ticker that I could put on screen, but I feel like it's a little bit distracting. Um, <laughs> but do you want to start with green, amber or red? Uh, let's go green. Let's go some positive vibes. So green. Okay. Yeah. So the green, the green ticker is blue because that's what the colours are. <laughs> Sorry, I should have really thought about that. Um, can I change it while I talk? Maybe. Go on then. Um, so there's, I don't know whether you can count them as they scroll past there, but there's 43 players signed. This is since the the new owners came in in the summer of 2018. So I think that's nine transfer windows if you count this one as well. Yeah, uh, 43 players coming through the door. Uh, to have the the majority of those in the green section, if I can change it green, there we go. Um, there you go. is a good thing, isn't it? So I'll read them out to people who maybe are listening to this afterwards. There's McGinn, Mings, Conza, Tammy Abraham, Martinez, Watkins, it's going quick, Cash, El Ghazi, Douglas Louise, Target, Courtney Hawes, Emmy Wendia, Danny Ings, Tim Robinham, Luca Dean, Callum Chambers, Ashley Young, Robin Olsen, Kamara, Casidio, and that was it. Okay, good. Um, I don't know how much money that's spent total. I don't know whether you've got those figures in front of you. Um, Not total for green, no, but um, there's but a few, the few contentious ones in there. Are, are in there. Yeah. That, that yeah. is a good sign. There's it some is. that I'd, I'd forgotten about. So I think I, me and Matt Kendrick wanted to do this as one of our sit-down podcasts, and it was going to be every Premier League signing ranked. Is there any in there that you're unsure of when you were making this list earlier? Coutinho. Coutinho yeah. mm. yeah. was in amber for me, but I bumped him up because... I had a look at his, his numbers and his impact when he fi- first came in. Very good impact he had. Um, mm. And, and yeah, so he was on the periphery, Philip Coutinho. Such a good signing on paper. Lit it up when he first came in. But it, you pinch and say, how have we got this deal done? It was very good when he first came in. But his seven home games on the bounce now, not, not a goal, not an assist. Mm. His consistency levels aren't there, really. Um and we need more from him now. So I didn't want to be too harsh on him. I put him in green because it was an incredible deal when we, when we first pulled it off, Dan. It really was. And he, I think it was five goals in his first, whatever, seven, eight games, something like that. Mm. Ridiculous. Um, we had the instant return from him. So and to get the 17 million quid did, did look good. But we were speaking earlier this summer. What a deal, Ali. 17 million pounds. No brainer. Get it done. And I know we're only two games into the season, but we haven't seen signs really of, of, of Coutinho of old and when he first came in. So, what's your, what are your thoughts? Coutinho was one for me who was on the periphery. Uh... I've got some thoughts. Let me put in. Go on. <laughs> Coutinho, I would have put in Amber if I was making this list, I think. Yeah. There's, he's a 50-50 player. There's, he either looks brilliant or he doesn't really offer much. I think that makes him slap bang Amber. Um, I think the financial side of the deal, as much as he's probably on pretty decent wages I think 17 million for Philippe Coutinho and what that brings yeah uh, someone that Gerard knows the profile of the player that kind of stuff I think that is a good deal um we did a post after Carney left and saying you know 17 for Coutinho 20 in for Chuckermaker that's you know good good business you know whether um Chuckermaker goes on to do whatever financially as of this summer it's three million profit isn't it on, on Coutinho for Chuckermaker so I, th- I think there's good. There's obviously good signs having someone like Coutinho in your squad to put him in a green section if you're if you're rating the um, the players. But yeah. performances kind of drifting off and being inconsistent would make me drop him down into a to amber. I think. Yeah, he wasn't um, my amber list. 
I'll be interested as we go through, by the way, if people want to chuck their comments into the Facebook Live uh, section and, we'll, and we'll, I'll read some out. Uh, there's a comment from Brandon, Brandon, which has caused me to mention the comment said Ramsey should be in green. We didn't really sign Ramsey because he came no. to the academy, so I'm not quite counting that. But as a player, yes, Ramsey would be certainly in the green section. Um, the other two that I've got questions with there, Go on. this may is maybe me being harsh, is El Ghazi and Courtney Hawes. Yeah. Is that harsh? No, uh, not really, no. Courtney Horse was the value for money, really. Three million quid, mm-hmm. Courtney Horse. I know he's, he's he's not really in that first-team player now, very much out of favour. But when he first came in, when Villa needed centre-backs, he came in in the January under Smith and did well. And for three million quid, I think he's been, been decent value for money. That was the thinking behind that one. Al Ghazi, likewise, had a big, big impact on loan, helped us get promotion, scored the goal to get us up as well. At Wembley, helps on our way there. And yeah, maybe an amber for Al Ghazi. Um, the other player I was thinking of, Dan, might be more sound harsh to, to drop down to amber. It's going to be cause carnage this one. Uh, Buendia, 33 million. Yeah, again, another one that I thought was, was possibly questionable. I love I love Buendia as a player. I've said many times if I was if I was the manager, I'd be trying to get oh, yeah. away to start him every single week. He's exciting to watch. I think the the, the pedigree and the profile of a sign like that is is the signing that you, that you want to make someone like that. Done well in the championship. It's got to spend a bit of money, but it can push you on to the next level potentially. But so kind of no fault of his own hasn't really had that much of an impact yet because he's not been picked. No. So yeah. if I'm just if I'm judging this as a performance related thing only, when he plays, he's green. But his career so far is probably an amber because he doesn't get in the side enough to to exactly. want to be in in that upper echelon. Um, the financial side of it, it's a club record, I guess. But that's just the way the game's gone, isn't it? Yeah, they're going to get a half decent player in the Premier League. They're going to be twenty mil at least. So thirty mil for him is not. It's okay. Obviously, you'd rather it be cheaper, <laughs> of course, yeah. but. You know, everyone spends a lot of money on players these days, so I don't have too much, too many problems. Yeah, with that. he needs to add some numbers to his game this season. Obviously, got off to a fly mm, last week, scored. So some goals and assists from Buendia. That, that's that's the order for the mm. season ahead. Yeah, but he classed Buendia's first season at Villa. It was pretty. Yeah, obviously had the change of manager. Show uh, show flashes of brilliance. Like you say, very much a fan favourite, Emma. So um, a lot of high hopes for him as well. Should start this weekend against Palace for me, I think. Should come into the side there. And uh, hopefully it's a really good season for him. It bodes well, in, in decent form. And uh, hopefully, yeah, it turns out right. But yeah, everyone else I thought was pretty green deals, like you say. That, that window in September 2020, Lange's first, uh, Lange, Johan Lange's first uh, summer window. Martinez, Watkins and Cash, those three, mm. very good signings. Yeah. Mainstays in this Villa, Villa 11, so... Yeah, some good ones there. Ashley Young on a free, no-brainer. Good value for money, that one. I know he's not in the team as much, but good to have around. Um, I'd have had, I'd have, I would have had some initial questions over target because I think he had one good yes. season for us. But yeah. we, we pretty much made our money back on him. So I think the financial side of his deal kind of bumps him up Spot a little on. bit. Um, yeah, was he with us for three seasons or two? Target. Promotion season and then one behind closed doors and then left. Is that right? Uh, the target was 2019 two seasons target two seasons yeah so we had one good season he had two and a half where yeah. he thought he's, he's decent but could be improved upon and then we sold yeah. him for, for what we paid so exactly it kind of works out to be a decent deal I think yeah. um, there's a comment from Philip Johnson who says Martinez should have his own gold category which I'll, I'll come back to that in a second uh, Rick says target and Dean should be in amber 
uh, Ings as well, uh, prolific goal scorer, hasn't had quite had the impact he thought. Is Ings in your amber? Is he, my, is he my green, you know? Is I'm he in green? Is it? I've gone to... Uh, down, or I've just not read it. Yeah, he's in there. He's in my green. Is he? Yeah. Oh, after Brenda? Oh, yeah, it's after Brenda. God, sorry. I'm reading it off a different page. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Possibly for the same reasons as, as Brenda. I don't really think it's through any fault of his own. No. Not score many goals. Decent price tag. Not a great age. Yeah, possibly Amber for... Um, for, for Ings uh, Richard Merrick says Brendia's first season was like my school reports could do better yeah <laughs> yeah what mine as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay I think that's pretty decent uh, going back to uh, Philip's comment about a gold category I was going to ask you out of those players which is the best if you have got to put one into a new category now of the green signings who would be in a gold category as the best signing that Villa have made gold What's got, what are you talking statue outside Villa Park? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, Amy Martinez, love it. So, um, Amy Martinez, gold, gold deal, £20 million from Arsenal. What were they thinking selling him to us? Mm. Um, Amy Martinez, gold. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'll try and think of somebody else just for the sake of uh, entertainment, basically, but I'm waiting for the names to roll around again. So I, can <laughs> uh, I think Abraham is a great deal for when we're in the Championship. Um, yeah. McGinn's now captain, three million. I mean, in terms of value for money, I suppose that's probably right up there. Right up there. Martinez is the obvious shout. Um, Camaro is a potential to be an obvious yes. shout because he could go on to be worth, you know, filling the blank on a, on a check for him. It could be anything. Um, and who's the other one that I quite liked? Uh, Mings as well. You know, Mings. Said, yeah. said, said what I've said about Mings a million times. Um, might have gone past it now in terms of people thinking he's not, shouldn't be in the team and stuff like that. But, He's kind of signing for Villa and getting promoted and sharing oh. the trajectory together, getting into the England squad, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Ming's straight Absolutely. in there as one of the top ones, somewhere. Yeah. Um, should we do these in order then and go on to Amber second? Yeah, go on, Matt, red yeah. Last? Okay, yeah. so let's change it to Amber. Uh, it will be right. green. Let me change it to the colour Amber or as close as I can get. That'll do. Um, I'm going to have to wait for him to roll around again. So I'll read <laughs> the people that are listening. We've got Diego Carlos, which is we'll explain in a sec. Leon Bailey, Twanzebe on loan multiple times. Uh, Frederick Gilbert, Nakamba, Trezeguet, Tom Heaton, Pepe Reina. Oh, I forgot about him. Sure. Bertrand Traore and Augustinson. So we'll, we'll go with the two at the, the bookends of those. Augustinson, not really played yet. So no. too harsh to put him in anything other than the middle section. Yeah. Diego Carlos, the first one there. Probably would have gone into the green one. I, I had him down as my player of the season for this year. Um, <laughs> but obviously, yeah, may not even feature again this season. So a lot of money spent. Not really anyone's yeah. fault that he's injured. No. Won't be a bad signing. I saw someone say, when I think somebody who said about him, was like wasting 26 mil. Someone was like, well, he's injured for like six months, eight months. He's here on a four-year deal or whatever. Like he'll come back. Like he'll play for us again. Like he might not play this season, but we've still got him. We haven't wasted yeah. money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the two that uh, probably excused from the conversation. Yeah. The rest here, were you attempted to to move any of these up to green? Not really. No. Um, no. No. Trezeguet. No. He's impacting that survival. Did his bit. Um, yeah, did his bit there, but no, I think these are. Pretty fair, I think, on the periphery of potentially being good signings, but didn't really work out. Mm. Um, and Tom Eaton got injured, didn't he? He looked a decent keeper when we brought him in from Burnley. Just what we needed, but yeah, injury got to him. Nikamba, really on, on the fence of him, uh, mm. 10 million quid. 
done well in some yeah, games. I forgot he cost that much now. I thought he was a bit cheaper than that, but yeah. No. When I saw your story before, I thought, oh yeah, that's not brilliant. No, but um, Gilbert... I thought when I said about Buendia before being 30, if Marvellous Nakamba's 10, Buendia's yeah. 30, and he's more yeah. than three times the player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As simple as that. Yeah, so there's a few here, currently not, not with the first, not trying with the first team. You've got Bertrand Shurori, 15 mm. million quid from Leon. Yeah, I'll talk about the downgrades in a, in a second. I think Bailey is the, is the pick of the bunch there that quite yeah. easily could become a green. He's in this category because he's not quite as delivered yet. No. Decent price tag, injury problems, but could yeah. be a good player. Also, go the flip side and <laughs> go down to a red. <laughs> um, John Zabi on loan, come through a couple of times. He's had decent moments with us, but the most recent loan didn't even feature. Pointless. No. Gilbert, the same, had that decent first season with us, loves the slide tackle. But my thing <laughs> with this, and the similar things what I said about Traore, um, El Ghazi, and whoever in the green section, it's players that you're lumped with afterwards, is, is yeah. the thing for me. What can't you, who can't you get rid of? So if yeah. we can't really get rid of El Ghazi, he shouldn't be in a green as one of the best signings that we've made. Yeah. We're now lumped with a player that no one really yes. wants. I think you can say the same about people like Troy there, Trezor Gay up until recently that was kind of stuck with these players. Yeah. Um, yeah, Heaton, another one, interesting one. I've got Pepper Arena. I mean, Pepper Arena, maybe in a red, maybe. We were awful when he was here. He did his bit to Copas. Copas, we survived with Pepper and goal. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, I just remember him running out. Was it that that, that less? No, loads of times. Loads of times. The thing I remember about him now, because obviously I've got this big video library with our Twitter page and stuff. The, the, the yeah, not dancing in the egg thing. That's yeah. all I think about now. When I think about right now. That's a joke. What a guy, eh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the amber the amber category kind of speaks for itself. Um, Bailey, like I said, is the peak of one that could go up, up to the the, goal, the green category. Yes, the others could all be debated. People in the comments will be saying some of those should be red. Um, so let's move on to the red section. Oh, the... Um, the, I think is the most players in this. No, no, there's more in the green, but the amber more and the red could could have been similar. Yeah. Um, so these are the red players. The bottom of the barrel now. Change, change the colour. <laughs> oh dear. Right, let's let's have a read of these then. Your initial um, thoughts, please, Dad. <laughs> so the red section, Marrera. I was going to start with this first. I, don't know, I forgot it. Uh, Andre Marrera, uh, Kalinic, Neeland, Wesley, Yotta, Samata, uh, Carroll, Balassi, Bjorn Engels, Borja Baston, Danny Drinkwater, Morgan Sanson, and Ross Barkley. <sighs> Fair or anyone should be amber there. Um. I'm just waiting for them to roll around again. There's a lot of goalkeepers in these sections, which isn't a yeah. great sign. No, it's um, not. Any in the amber section? Anyone you sold him with there? Uh, Are harsh on anyone? No, I don't think so. I think they're all fair. I've, I've been taking so long to answer because I'm writing for them to scroll past the screen again. <laughs> um, Sean says, where's Matty Cash? He was in the green section at the start. Yeah, he's a good shout for one who's who's done well for us. Yeah, Marrera, I mean, the fact that I've tried to read the, the first names for a lot of these players, I can't even remember some of them, probably tells you no. all you need to know. Um, Tom Carroll, I was going to say Troy. Balassi is someone I've totally forgotten about. Borgia Baston, absolute waste of space. Dan Drinkwater, also a waste of space. Ross Barkley, waste of space. Sanson is probably the only one who could go up a grade because course, yeah. he could still offer us something. Now, the rest of those aren't even at the club anymore, so that they can stay in red. Yeah. Wesley's out on loan, but he's in there for, again, not his fault he got injured, but a lot of money yeah. on a player that some would argue wasn't even good enough to begin with, 
then yeah. gets a bad injury, goes out on loan a million times and we'll never see him play for Aston Villa again. Has to be a bad signing, just just from based on the financial side of it. Yotta. Again, when we signed him, I thought that was an okay deal, to be honest. He'd done well at Brentford with Smith, so I thought maybe he'd offer a little bit. Yeah. But the levels that we've gone through over the years, you know, we're signing Yotta from, from from Blues, I think, in a swap deal for Gary Gordon, if I remember right. Yeah, some, um, some cash involved there, yeah. <clears throat> doing that and thinking he's going to be our bit little creative spark and retaining our first season back to then now signing Buendia, who can't even get get minutes for us. Like We have come on leaps and bounds in the last four years. Yeah. But some of them names, Kalinic, Carroll, Baston, it's just crap, isn't it, then? Bjorn Engels did all right when he first, no, first came with the, yeah, but injuries and was soon out of favour, wasn't he? Um, he started that season with Torre Mings at the back, didn't he? Um, mm. but yeah, yeah Mingles. Mingles, remember that? Mm. But um, yeah, Tanton kind of given even in the squad at the moment. Um, so there's no profile for him either. What's the comments from from Rick and Daniel who both say exactly the same thing unfair on Engels and Sanson so yeah they're probably the only two Sanson for me yeah. just because he's still in the squad so yeah, he could come back in a few few games time maybe and do something and we'll be saying oh yeah with this like, new signing for us basically Sanson could still do something Engels I don't know I didn't really ever rate him I think there was times where he looked okay but maybe my perception has just changed in the last few years that the standard yeah. that we thought was okay in 2019 Actually, wasn't because we survived by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. Um, what about the flip side of this? Then there's a comment from Philip again. I think you said about the gold category. He's, he's now suggesting a black category. <laughs> Someone who you'd relegate to being the worst of this bunch. It's got. There's only, one, there's only one man in there. It's just, it's Baston, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Probably didn't play for sixteen minutes. He played. Drink, drink water. Drink water was awful. Or something. <laughs> Mm, I think I'd probably have gone. I'd have gone drink water. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's in training. The headbutt. Uh... Yeah, it's just not what you want associated with the club. It was McGinn's replacement, wasn't it? <sighs> it's just mad, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely mad. Um, oh, good times. Yeah, so poor... I mean, Tom Cowell, yeah, he got injured straight away, didn't he, when we signed him yeah. on loan? I think it was like the January of, a, of one of the, of the championship seasons. Championship season, yeah. Um, but yeah, bast on barely any minutes. I mean, Barkley. Barclays, I don't know what I think of Barclays, to be honest. He scored a couple of goals. Yeah, he started uh, well, didn't he? Uh, Leicester away, that winner. That maybe clouded my judgment slightly. That I mean, he deserves to be in red, don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing to, to move him up, but maybe he's, is he the best of this bunch, Barclay? Mm. Not sure. Balassi, Balassi did okay in the champ, I think. Yeah, he did um, yeah, I don't know. I might just be clouded by a couple of goals from Barkley and the link up with Grealish for the yeah for the Liverpool game. Wasn't exciting, sorry, wasn't it? We had yeah, yeah, I had the fleeting moments where you thought that, that's a good sign. I think we good were team, quite excited was. about it when he when he when he joined. I think um, Josh or David, one of our scouting guys, did an episode with James Rushton about about Barkley. It was like, oh, he's going to tick with with Grealish. Yeah, like, this Grealish. is going to work. This is exciting. Um, obviously, the way it ended, you know, proves that it wasn't a great signing. Mm. Um, yeah, drink water straight down there. Samata straight down there. I mean, Samata, ten mil or was that? Ten million, yeah. eleven ten million, ten mil, just short. <sighs> I mean, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Again, what I said about Brendier earlier, Marvin Nakamba and Ali Samata was twenty mil. Yeah. Brendier being thirty-three, it's not really that bad, is it? No, it's not. You're looking at all that. No. All right, let's get rid of this ticker then because it's starting to mess with miles a little bit. These colours, <laughs> these, these colours don't match with our claret and blue scheme, do they? These no, uh, green, no. amber, and red things. Um, 
how do you assess our transfer business overall? And if you look at those, what, four, four years, nine transfer windows, 43 players, millions spent, what, 400 mm. mil, let's say on average? Something 400 like mil, three managers, two sporting directors. Mm. Um, yeah. And we've got a lot of players in green, in green and above, which suggests it's probably okay. But when you say those things, two sporting directors, three managers, 400 mil, should we have got better for that than we have? Is there a few too many reds? Uh, tough to say because the, the, the transition from Championship to, to Premier League was tough. Uh, mm. it was full yeah. on, we had to get we had to build a new squad, didn't we? With that, just over 100, 120 mil, I think Dean Dean had on, on promotion. Okay, need to mm. assemble a new squad because obviously the last one in the Championship was Ajax. We had Yedinak, Whedon, Hutton was leaving, and, and people like that. So, a bit of a transitional period when we, when we got promoted. Had to do everything to survive, just about manage that. Um, and then second season started really well, didn't we? Had a really good summer mm-hmm. at 2020. Martinez, that was Johan Langer's first summer. Really good, strong window there. Martinez, Cash, Watkins, Bertrand Jorai, Ross Barkley on loan. Assembled a really good start, uh, uh, really good, really good 11 there. Mm-hmm. And Grealish at the time as well. Unbeaten in the first four was riding high, wasn't we? Uh, I remember what rightly. Obviously, Grease's injury come into it, and then we, we towered off to 11th, didn't we? Mm. Uh, two seasons ago, so uh, and then last season, change of manager, and then we starting all over again. But I think the, the emphasis now is on signing quality over quantity, and hopefully, there's more gems up the sleeve of the Kamara ilk, Dan, a lot more players mm. like that with, with real pedigree and real class. And hopefully, that's that's the that's the way to go now. So, uh, recruitment over the last four years. I'd say it's been pretty good, pretty okay, I'd say. Nothing more. It hasn't been sensational, given some of the deals we've had and haven't really worked. Leon Bailey, question mark over him. You've even said, Buendia, Danny Ings, really waiting for them to really explode. And can Danny Ings get 15 goals or something like that and really really make a statement this season? Uh, yeah. I'd say that, that 2020 summer off was very strong. And hopefully there's a couple more deals to do. Two weeks to go tomorrow. Mm, I'd probably say a C plus or a B minus. Yeah, yeah. Got a grade on it. I think that's probably fair. There's, there's certainly some individuals that are, are worthy of more than that, and some oh, that yeah. are worthy of less than that. But I think overall, if you're putting them into categories of good, okay, and bad, effectively, the majority are in good. There's a fair few in, in okay, and there's similar amounts in bad. And a lot of those yeah. are, are loans or goalkeepers. So there's three goalkeepers in the bad, and four loans. So it's not like we're we're lumped with seven players there that are still here in a bomb squad on loads of money and we're saying they're terrible signers, they're still here, like we have at least yeah. moved most of them back on. Um, is there any of those that stand out as being like a good sale? Somebody I mentioned earlier, like Grealish being our best sale, obviously for the money, but he wasn't a signing. So for the players that we've signed, anyone who's moved on since that you thought we've done okay with? Matt Target, I think it's a good sale. I think it really mm. is. Uh, it helped him having a good loan at Newcastle. I think we we got... Recouped what we got I think, before him as well. So as soon as he wanted to leave, he made his feelings known. I think getting get a good, good, good sale from. I know people want more, more money for him given the season he had previously. But on the whole, to to, to get the money back on him, given his service, I was quite good. I, I thought uh, other good sales. Yeah, get, getting cash in for Trezeguet was decent. I'm not sure what the fee was. Three or four million pound for him was it? Uh, he, like he he's got the yeah Trabzonspor. That was 
recouping money's hard, the hardest thing to do, as, as, as we know, Dan. Got no yeah. tigers for Troy, Al Ghazi, Gilbert at the moment. Um, so it's really tough to move players on for, for decent fees. So as as the owners have struggled with, um, their net spend is about £250 million against the 440 they've spent. So And the greenish money's big, big, big uh, part of that. So, yeah, it's always tough. We've had to shake hands on, on letting, letting players leave for free previously as well. So hopefully that, 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 doesn't, that, that doesn't carry on. But yeah, I'd say that target jumps at them is a decent sale. What about the flip side of, a, of a, the best deal in terms of a financial thing later down the line? Maybe who who bringing the most profit if there was to be a sale? Obviously, I'm not going to say, you know, sign Martinez to 20 and sell him for 100 because we don't want to sell in any of these players yeah. really. But if you've got to look at them from a business perspective, you know, like the Brentford yeah. model, sign somebody for cheap and sell them on. Is there someone that stands out as being good from a business perspective? Obviously, you look at, you look at John McGinn at two or three million quid, obviously. I'd have said, I'd have said Edward Conson before, 12 million pound. Mm. I've been a big fan of Conson. I thought he was like a 50, 60 million pound defender on his day. But his form's dropped off. Mm. Um, so I thought that was a really good deal at 12 million quid. Um, others, looking at resale value, I don't think that's what we're looking at now, you know. Obviously, no, Kamara, I but I think we're going up. Gerard's mentioned he wants to raise the age profile and sign more experienced. And with that, you struggle to sell sell older players on for a profit. So, mm. yeah. Um, interesting to see how Tim Boone develops. Signing from West Brom last summer. Looks looks good. But yeah, like you say, Lucas, Lucas Dean at £26 million. You're not going to make any more on him now. Yeah. Uh, he's 29, isn't he? So, the age category. Gatinho, £17 million. Not going to make a profit on him. And that's that's the way we, we, we're rolling now. So, yeah, it be interesting to see how, how their careers develop at Villa. Mm, Chambers was dirt cheap, wasn't he, as well? Yeah, good deal. You'd still, get, you'd still get more than 12 million for Conte, I think, if you sold him today. Cash, was he 15 or something like that? I think yeah, I mean, there's, there seems million. to be inflation on, on full-backs and wing-backs anyway, so you could be a 40 million right-back yeah. quite easily, I think, yeah. in this market. Cash is um, a good show, yeah. Watkins was 26 to 30-ish. I mean... It's Any decent striker these days is probably worth forty as a, as a starting yeah. point. I think if, yeah, I mean it's not really a conversation to be had, is it? Because I don't think we're going to sell any of these. Kam- uh, Kamara is the obvious one as a free transfer. He was, he was highly rated anyway. I, I think if he if we not got him on a free, I think we'd have paid thirty five anyway for him as he is today. Yeah, he looks 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 if, even up more. Looks look at the players, the uh, players that are going elsewhere for big money. Kamara, what we've seen already over pre season. Uh, Fifty million pound player there, perhaps if not more. Yeah, French international, good age, good 22. pedigree, play in the Champions League. If he wasn't a free transfer, he'd have been at least 30, 35 million to, oh, uh, uh, to Man United or whatever. So, yeah. a couple of seasons in the Prem and does well. If he settles in the way he has so far, he's easily a fifty million midfielder. Yeah. Um, so if you're talking about a business deal and, and profit, as much as his wages and signing on fees are probably quite big, to get him on a free is, is massive. Um, you almost kind of blink sometimes and wonder how. <laughs> we've even got him in the first place yeah. and that's one of those clubs like a Man United yeah. where this all stemmed from with Gary Neville why they didn't go for someone like him with the start of their midfield like mm. Tom and I and Fred <sighs> I won't uh-huh. swap any of them for, for any of the players we've got would you yeah again it should be worth more than that when he signs a new contract you'd be looking at 25 probably yeah for, again still a good age 24 I think he is 23 played a lot of games um, played a lot, a lot of games, games for us yeah so, yeah, it should be okay yeah, if any of these players do have to move on. Again, Martinez, you don't want to lose him, but he was only 20 mil for a good keeper. You have to pay through yeah. the nose. 
talking about Buendia being 30, if he has a couple of good seasons and gets double figures in goals, yeah. again, good good number 10 is 50 mil. Like the prices are just going up and up, so they are. Yeah, we should we should be okay if we do have to make any sales. Um, but obviously we don't want to lose any of these players if we can help <laughs> it. Um, but that'll do, I think. Um, it's a shame to do a little bit of a not a filler episode because I've still enjoyed having a chat with you about about yeah. Villa, but that we can't be talking about a new a new signing or a new contract or something exciting to talk about. Um, but that's just the way I think these things go. I mean, it'd be typical our look now that Villa announced something at like four o'clock <laughs> and we're jumping back on in five minutes to talk about it. <laughs> now we've done our filler episode of the week. Um, yeah. If nothing happens, we'll catch up again on Friday. Um, to talk about the press conference and, and look ahead to Palace. I'm off tomorrow, yep. so if something does happen, it won't be me doing it. So <laughs> it's not my problem. Um, but yeah, we'll see how things go. Ash, thanks for your time and thanks for your uh, your input to put that list together and uh, all the right. stats and the figures. And uh, thanks for those watching along on Facebook for your comments as well. Like I said, we'll see you on Friday if uh, nothing happens over the next 24 hours or so. And then it's all ours on Palace. Uh, so thank you very much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, up the villa. Up the villa.